Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it! Breaking away, Garrett Wilson! Wilson, a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. Thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And it's time to do a 2022 year review film show. We're going to be doing these for a bunch of different Jets. And why not start with the guy who is arguably the best player on the team in 2022? In fact, I'd say it's more than arguably. No disrespect to Sauce Gardner, but I'm talking about Quinn and Williams. And so for that, we bring in the Thunder from down under, Luke Grant. Luke, what's going on, brother? I'm doing well, Scott. Uh, Quinn and Williams is my guy. We have loved him back since the 2019 draft. So any opportunity we get to discuss him and his stellar 2022 season is an absolute pleasure. So I'm looking forward to it. I will say, though, Luke, I'm really tired of the New York media hyping him up. Obviously, he's not really that good. It's just that people like our friend Andy Vasquez have magical powers. All they have to do is say nice things about somebody like Quinn and Williams. And all of a sudden, people believe they're good when they're not really that good. Yeah, exactly right. It's that spotlight. Without that, Quinn and Williams would be a you know situational pass rusher. I get two or three sacks a year, so thank goodness for the New York media. Little fun at the expense of Asante Samuel, who of course was going around saying that Sauce Gardner and Darrell Revis were overhyped and were only being thought of as elite because of the New York media, which is crazy to anybody with a pair of eyes. But I digress. Let's talk about Quinn and Williams, who was certainly not overhyped at all this past year. He was tremendous. This was the guy that you and I thought the Jets were getting when they drafted him at number three overall in 2019. And more importantly, this is the guy the Jets thought they were getting when they drafted him at number three overall in 2019. So let's start with the less sexy aspect of his game. Quentin Williams is one of the rare interior defenders who is both an elite pass rusher and an elite run stuffer. You don't typically see that from somebody at that position. Talk to me about what he can do in the run game because he really can bring everything to a screeching halt. 
He really can, Scott. I mean, it'd be quicker if I told you what Quinning couldn't do in the run game because it's not just the fact that he's so talented, so physically gifted as a run defender, but he's also so versatile. I mean, you can ask him to do anything in any scheme and he would be an all-pro caliber player against the run. You want to talk about his ability to shoot the gap and one gap one gap penetrate, something I talk about a ton on the podcast with Robert Sulla's defensive line and this scheme. He can do that. He's explosive. A 300-pound athlete with elite twitch. Like, the get-off that Quinton Williams has is incredible. Uh, if you look at the film against Pittsburgh, for example, he can pick up a center or a guard and forklift them and just literally carry them five yards back into the backfield. Throw on the Green Bay tape. The very first snap from that game, I'm not sure if people remember, Quinton Williams blew straight through the guard, just bullied him off the snap, shot the gap, and then just destroyed Aaron Jones in the backfield. A loss of five in the end on third down. Then Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers sorry, ends up fumbling the football from a Quinton Williams sack. He's just that disruptive type of force. But then he can two-gap. You want him to stand up, to be patient, to take a read step, to read and react based on the scheme, the, the zone block. He is fantastic at that. He is uh, so nuanced. His ability to bench press, to use his extension, his long inside arm, and then read in the backfield from there and diagnose. Stellar, fantastic at doing that. But the thing that really stands out to me the most when talking about Quinn and Williams, the run defender, is his ability to take on double teams. It's really easy to, to look at a guy and to praise someone as a defensive lineman who just absorbs double teams. Uh, a guy like uh, Woods, who the Jets have just recently signed from Seattle. He's a guy who's almost passive. He will stand there and try and hold his ground and just absorb these blocks. And I'm going to stand here. You can't move me. Think about like a Vince Wilfork type. Quinton Williams is very different. He is the aggressor against double teams. There's a rep that really um, sums this up well, Scott, and it was against the Minnesota Vikings. They were trying to run an outside zone to the left-hand side of their formation. Quinton Williams sees an inside double team coming from a one-tech spot. He blows it up. Like, I'm talking about he explodes off the snap, and he just destroys the double team. He takes them both on with force, blows it up, shoots the gap straight down the middle, and then just messes up the play for Dalvin Cook. So... It's just that package. Those three different skill sets we've talked about from the ability to one gap to two gap and then also take on double teams, Quinning can do it all. Yes, it's not necessarily the sexiest thing on earth, but if you look at the Jets in 2015 when they had a great defensive line, it was about stopping the run first because that's how you get into better situational pass rushing ability uh, situations, sorry, is by winning early downs and Quinning Williams is a king at that. Let's talk about his pass rushing now, Luke. There are only a handful of interior defensive linemen who are truly elite pass rushers. And I've said this many times. When you get a guy like that, he's worth his weight in gold because getting to the passer from the middle is something that really bothers quarterbacks in a way they're not generally used to. Tom Brady was notorious for hating guys that were able to do that. And it's quicker to get pressure directly up the middle than having to come around the edge. So when you get a guy like Quentin Williams who can get you double-digit sacks like that, it gives the defense an enormous advantage. And as we'll talk about a little bit later, it really helps out the edge rushers and opens up things for them. But talk to me a little bit about Quentin Williams as a pass rusher and what we saw this past year in 2022, his hand usage, the different moves he uses. This was something that we noticed on his tape coming out of Alabama, but we saw it all on full display in 2022 with the Jets. Yeah, you mentioned Tom Brady. I always think about Bill Belichick. 
He was a guy who came out and said openly that he thinks interior pressure is more valuable than pressure from the edge in the NFL. The good quarterbacks are able to read the pocket, step up, and then get the throwaway, even if the edge wins to the outside. You can't step up in the pocket when Quinn and Williams is blowing you up from a three-tech spot. It's just not possible. It is the most invaluable commodity in the NFL from a defensive point of view, and Quinn and Williams was elite at it what it was a 12 and a half sacks in 2022 from start to finish he was explosive he missed a game and a half in that um, season as well again it's about versatility for Q Um, his ability to utilize his hands it really took me back to the 2019 film at Alabama games from against LSU uh, and Texas Tech that were just fantastic you saw that ability come to the fore and that's why he was an all-pro player it was about his pass rushing ability um his ability to use the the club rip, something that he's so polished, uh, and then ex- kind of combine that with the explosive nature of his skill set and his DNA, and that's when you get this uh, incredibly explosive athlete. He's got uh, the ability to use swing moves against Buffalo. He used a really nuanced push-pull where you try and bull rush through the chest of the guard. Then once you feel him try and anchor and come back at you and counter, you're going to rip him towards you, throw him over your shoulder, and then swim and get to Josh Allen. Executed it perfectly against the Bengals, just the ultimate F the play-up guy, coming from a one-tech spot, blowing it up, splitting double teams, getting skinny in the hole. He has fantastic balance, Scott. Not something you think about very often when talking about a defensive lineman, but when you're going one-on-one against a center and then you've got a guard coming to chip you from the side, have you got the core strength, the ability to, to be stable and powerful and stout at the point of attack to then absorb that and continue on your line to the quarterback? Quinnen did that against Green Bay. He did it against the Bengals. You saw that all over the film. It's the culmination of all these skills that made him so incredibly elite. And you can move him up and down the line of scrimmage. And that is an absolute key advantage for the New York Jets because you can get your best players on the field. For Robert Sulla this year, with the depth he's going to have, it's going to be about getting your best four there. You can line Quinn and Williams up at the zero tech in obvious pass situations, and he's going to destroy the center and cross his face. We know that. We've known it for a long time. You also get him at his traditional three tech spot uh, to that right-hand side of the Jets formation, a key uh, pillar with Sheldon Rankins last year and will be with Jefferson and Woods in 2023. But then there were times they shifted him out to a four tech. So what that means is you can then kick that side edge out to a wide nine. Quinn Williams is going to see a single um, one-on-one block against the guard because you can't bring help and chip with the tackle when you've got a nine tech coming from the right-hand edge. Quinton Williams gets one-on-one and he has a laneway. That means we talk about that a lot with the wide nine position, but if you've got Quinton coming for a four tech to the chest of a guard, he's got almost arrows on the ground, just pointing to your chest and he can bull rush and bulldoze you into the backfield. But then he has the nuance to also disengage and stack moves together. Great example of what I'm talking about, the Jacksonville game. First drive, the Jets were in a funk offensively. They weren't doing anything with Zach Wilson. Quinnen Williams gets the facts, the sack fumble, excuse me, on T-Law, gets the football. Jets are in field goal position immediately. He's that kind of disruptive force. He's that kind of game changer. He brought in that ability I just mentioned to get to the football this year. Was part of some fumbles, some fumble recoveries against the Dolphins. Just a playmaker. The quintessential three-tech defensive lineman monster. If Aaron Donald wasn't in the NFL, and right now you could make an argument he's declining anyway, there's a good shout that Quinn Williams is the best defensive lineman, particular interior defensive lineman in the NFL. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? It's crazy, right? 
Good thing that's over, though. The NFL's here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use the promo code PLAJ to sign up. New customers can take home 200 bucks in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code PLAJ only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, cdkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. This was the second year for Quinn and Williams and Jeff Ulbrich and Robert Salas scheme. And they upped the snap count this year from year number one. A lot of people were complaining, and I think justifiably so, about what went down in 2021 with the number of snaps that Quinton Williams had. He was given significantly more in 2022, and it really paid dividends. Can you talk about what you saw from Quinton Williams this past year in the scheme? Why you think he was so much more dominant? And then also, just in general, how he fits in this scheme as opposed to the previous scheme under Greg Williams and Adam Gase, where it was a 3-4, now he's in a 4-3, and it sort of reminds me of what Chuck Smith said when he was asked about it. Chuck Smith, the longtime defensive end coach who's worked privately tutoring guys, one of the best pass rushers of the 90s, and Jamal Westerman, who is now a coach with Rutgers, former New York Jet, who used to appear on this podcast regularly, used to tell stories about working with Chuck Smith and do funny impressions. But Chuck Smith said that if he took Quentin Williams out of that 3-4, put him in a 4-3, he was going to turn into an absolute monster. I think that's what we've seen over the last two years, and the culmination is what we watched in 2022. So talk a little bit about the scheme, the snap count, and all of that, and how everything sort of changed for Quentin Williams this past year as he became that dominant player we expected him to be. Yeah, I think moving away from the three-four front definitely helped Quinn and Williams. You get him in more favorable matchups. It's easier to shift him out to a three-tech position. But for me, the biggest change was the fact that he got out of an, a defense and a defensive line that was so predicated around stunts. Greg Williams loves stunts on the defensive line with the at tackle end, with the tackle being the lead. So he's doing the dirty work. And look, I, an untrained eye doesn't pick up what Quinn and Williams was doing well in that defense. It, you know, they look for sacks, they look for pressures. And if you're not getting that, they didn't have a good season. Quinton was still doing a really good job, but it just wasn't maximizing his output, but also playing to the strength of his skill set. 
Then you come to this Robert Sulla 4-3 scheme, and I say it all the time, it's playing with your hair on fire, put your hand in the dirt, get after the quarterback. They changed his stance. They got him to be more explosive to find more one-step quick, first-step quickness, I should say. And you really saw that on the film. I think the jump from year one to year two in this system was mostly about, number one, being healthy. Um, and then number two, just finding his way in the NFL. The defensive line is probably the most difficult position to come in, transition, and be elite from day one right now as the NFL stands. It used to be the cornerback position, Sauce Gardner, um, Patrick Satane, Marshall and Lattimore. They've kind of broken that mold. I think now it's the defensive line and, and the uh, offensive lines. The trenches are tough. You're playing against seasoned 28, 29-year-old veterans coming in as a 21-year-old. He had to get his play strength up a little bit. Um, you saw that he escaped any lower body ankle injuries that he's really fought early in his career with the Jets. And that kind of all just culminated in such a successful season. Yourself and I, Scott, a ton of other people in the Jets community love this kid coming out of college. And it wasn't because we thought he could be a good player. It's because we thought he could be you know, the elite of the elite. Um, and it's fantastic to see that it all came together for him this year. Sky's the limit for this next season, though. I'm sure we're going to touch on it. But now he's coming in with a better uh, supporting cast. The Jets are deeper at a uh, defensive line on the edge spots in particular. I love what they've done in the offseason, adding Will McDonald. So Quinn and Williams got an opportunity to be even more dynamic. And if he plays 17 games, there's no reason he can't get 15 or 16 sacks. I don't say that lightly because obviously that's a huge number and has rarely been done in the NFL. But Quinn and Williams is that special of a talent. Luke, since you brought up the edge talent, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what Quinn and Williams did in 2022 to really help those edge rushers unlock their own games. We saw Carl Lawson play pretty well. Now, he wasn't exactly the superstar that everybody was hoping, but again, he was coming off that major injury, and he was pretty productive. And you would expect that in 2023, we're going to see more of this. When you watched the tape and you looked at everything Quentin Williams was doing, how did what he was doing positively affect the edge rushers? Because I would imagine that going back and checking through all the games, all the all 22, that he helped out those edge rushers in a very big way. He did. I mean, a guy like Bryce Huff may not be the beneficiary as much because he's a guy who wins one-on-one and bends around the edge. But a guy like Carl Lawson that you mentioned, or even Jermaine Johnson, or a Michael Clemens, they were the beneficiary of Quinnen's work because the difference of two yards depth in the pocket for the quarterback is the difference between a sack and not even getting a QB hit. What do I mean by that? If there's no interior pressure and you're rushing around the right defensive end spot like Carl Lawson does, and the quarterback's able to step up to six yards of depth, you have to win incredibly well and have elite bend to get to that spot spot in the pocket. Carl Lawson wasn't doing that last year, whether it was because of the injury, because of performance, whatever it was, he can't get to six yards depth in the backfield. But if Quinn and Williams is in there pushing the pocket and the quarterback can't step up and they have to drift a little bit and they're at eight or nine yards of depth in the pocket, then suddenly you don't have to turn that corner anywhere near as sharply. You don't need to disengage as quickly to win you know, one-on-one, -on -one, you can kind of be in this tussle and bull rush the tackle, and you can land into some sacks. And you saw Carl Lawson do that a ton. Jermaine Johnson had one of those as well. So it just really helps when you're looking at the depth of the quarterback and how it, uh, I guess, widens the arc they have to turn the corner. You don't have to be as precise. So that was the big benefit of having Quinn and Williams. The other thing is at times it will just plain flush them out. Quinn and Williams, Sheldon Rankins, if they win, shoot the gap. The quarterback's out of the pocket scrambling. You've got an opportunity to, to chase him down. Josh Allen um, 
against Jermaine Johnson in that Buffalo game. Jermaine did a fantastic job on a scramble drill after Josh Allen was flushed to the left-hand side of the Jets' formation, chased him down, got the sack, corralled him. The Jets have got athletes on the edge now. So those kind of situations that usually were kind of an issue for the Jets, these mobile quarterbacks out on the edge, I think they fare really well against those looks now. And again, a lot of it is caused and forced because of Quinn and Williams and his ability to be disruptive from the interior. Luke, looking ahead to 2023, how do you see this progression with Quinn and Williams continuing under Robert Sala and Jeff Ulbrich in this defense? And now with Carl Lawson having the benefit of an entire year to have recovered, with Jermaine Johnson going into his second year, Will McDonald, the dynamic rookie, and of course Bryce Huff, who we know is a one-trick pony, but that one trick is pretty good. Talk to me a little bit about how you see all those pieces fitting together based on what you watched in 2022. I think you see a top three defensive line in the NFL, Scott. I do. I think the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Jets have the three best units up front on the defensive side of the football. The reverse is kind of said for the edge groups, for how they benefit Quinn and Williams. If McDonald and Huff and Johnson and Lawson all take that little step forward and the quarterback can't leak out and he's got to step up a little bit, suddenly he's stepping towards Quinn and Williams. That's just not what a quarterback wants to do. So you get that kind of... um, push and pull the yin and yang there of the defensive end and defensive tackle spots working together. And hopefully Quinning can benefit from some better edge play this year. But the other thing that really excites me is the defined role that Quinning's going to have depending on who he's with on the interior of the defense. So when Robert Woods is in the game, sorry, not Robert Woods, when Al Woods is in the game, he's going to be the zero tech, the one tech, that big guy on the inside. So Quinnen's going to play the three tech spot. That's a very clear role. But when Quinton Jefferson's in the game, I think you're going to see him playing three tech and Quinnen bumped to the inside on obvious passing situations. So I just think there's a lot of clarity this year for the Jets. Last season, it was very much Quinnen Williams and Sheldon Rankins played with Carl Lawson um, and with JFM. And that was the starting four. I think there's a lot more integration this season. I think the pieces fit a little bit better together and they complement each other and what they can do as far as from a skill set perspective. So I think it's a really good unit. It's really exciting. And I think it's, As I said, I've got a great chance to be a top three group. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the All-22 of Quinton Williams' 2022 season with me. Really appreciate it. For those who want to check out everything we've got up on our YouTube channel, including your breakdown of Quinton Williams' 2022 season and so much more, including all of the rookies that the Jets selected in the 2023 draft, which, of course, is very pertinent as we continue to discuss the defensive line because Will McDonald is somebody that you would hope would factor in very prominently in 2023 how can people check out our videos and what about our store over at tpublic.com yeah starting with the youtube scott make sure you head over to play like a jet um we kind of specialize in eight to ten minute film breakdowns they're not these long 30 40 minutes get in get out uh, see how the player is going to impact the jet season as you said we've got reviews on all the rookies that the jets drafted in the 2023 draft looking back on the 2022 rookie class i've got a video coming out on garrett wilson a free agent and adrian amos we've got breakdowns on almost every single jets defensive lineman quinn and williams jj clemens um 
Al Woods, Jefferson, you can find all of those guys, their film breakdowns, uh, even the offensive side of the ball, uh, guys like Aaron Rodgers, multiple breakdowns on him, and then also the guards with AVT and also Tomlinson and projecting what they do next season. So it's really exciting, doing great stuff over there, so make sure you check it out. And then T Public, we've just got some cool designs over there, something a little different from the typical NFL shop-type merch. Um, you, you've obviously got the Play Like a Jet logo. You can do anything you like with it, put it on a hat, laptop, stickers, on a t-shirt it's kind of uh very flexible apparel then we've got designs like the zach the ripper if you're still a believer in zach wilson and maybe aaron Rodgers grooms him we've got that stuff and then we've got the quinn and williams bless you thank you range with john franklin myers an awesome design make sure you check it out over at t public and also subscribe over on the youtube channel make sure you check out everything we've got on our youtube channel youtube.com slash play like a jet and subscribe if you haven't already and as luke said visit our store over at tpublic.com that's teepublic.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.